Welcome, everybody, to the Avengers Podcast, where we talk Marvel, DC, Star Wars, and more. I'm your host, Peyton, and with me is my co-host, Torn. Yo. Yo. Um, before we get started today fully, uh, I have an announcement to make. Well, not really an announcement, more of a statement. Uh, as of, I think, five days ago, prior to recording this, uh, we will have been doing this podcast for a full year. <laughs> oh, wait, really? Yeah, we've been doing this podcast. For a little over a year now. <laughs> our first Dang, episode our first episode was September sixth, twenty twenty one. Holy shit. Pretty pretty crazy. <laughs> it doesn't doesn't feel like it's been a year. <laughs> but um I guess here's to another year then. Yes. Uh well um yeah, so have you, you seen anything uh you seen anything good recently? Let's see. I kind of been slacking a little bit, just a little bit. The binge god has gone uh, away temporarily. Oh no! Yeah, if I wasn't doing renovations and stuff to this house, then I would be watching stuff more. Um, but actually, let me check my my log for Letterbox. Um, oh well, yeah, I forgot. So I watched Bumblebee the other day. Yes. Oh my god! Spectacular. It's so I am. Good. I'm so ready for Rise of the Beast. I was okay, so like I get like the occasional Bumblebee edits or whatever. I saw one on Bumblebee, and everyone's saying like, "Oh, you know this movie was so good." You know, you have the comments of people are just trying to be different or like, "Oh, this movie wasn't like was the movie wasn't wasn't that good," like whatever. And people were saying that it has no plot, and I'm like, "Where are you getting this from?" Like, maybe the plot was just like, I mean, of course it was super simple, and like, yeah, it's a. It's a cliche movie, but that doesn't mean it doesn't have any plots. So I don't know what the fuck these people were talking about. Um, I watched Constantine with Keanu Reeves. That's um, right. I am going to say that, I mean, it's it's not a Constantine movie. Like, uh, I just, I don't see, I don't think Keanu's Constantine. Like, I just, it, it would be way better. But it's Keanu. If, yeah, but it's not. He's not Constantine, though. Yeah, I don't. Do, I mean, I haven't seen it, but just from what I, I mean, it, yeah, he's not, like he's I mean, not really yeah, the Constantine we know and love. Of course, like you know, he looks cool. Like he, like he gets the serious part down well enough, but like he, you know, he doesn't. He doesn't like really quip a lot. Uh, you know, he's. I mean, the movie was just very average. I mean, then again, you know, it's two thousand five from the movie release. Um, so. I mean, you get what you get, I guess. But the movie would have been way better had it not been a Constantine like title. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was, that, I mean, it was a it's an average movie. And then I watched Collateral with Tom Cruise and Jimmy Fox. Really great movie. Great movie. Um, Action packed, of course. Very, very like paced very well. And I love the development of Jimmy Fox's character in the movie. And it's yeah, it's very very good yeah it came out 2004 and it still holds up so and it has all it also has Mark Ruffalo in it who plays a detective again and then he does <laughs> the same thing three years later in Zodiac so I didn't know that yeah he it, it's weird because like of course you know he he has like a goatee and his hair sick back when I but whenever you see Mark Ruffalo you always see his curly hair and like either like a, like a little like afro or like you know just kind of like with a cut and then i like i was like is that mark ruffalo i was like no nah, i not mark ruffalo i was like wait it is mark ruffalo <laughs> and i was like damn but yeah the movie's good 
And that's all I watched like last or like this week, which is those movies. Yeah, I'm not a binge god, so I didn't I I didn't really watch uh anything new, but I did rewatch Thor Love and Thunder and I loved it even more the second time. <laughs> I I like I, I even I was even hyper fixed on like the stuff that people didn't like, like the goats and the humor or whatever. I don't know, it just it still all worked for me. Uh that being said, when we did our Thor review, I did say like after I see it again, I'd probably have my definitive answer on whether I like it more than Ragnarok, and I don't. I do think Ragnarok is still better, but I don't think Love and Thunder is far off at all. It's still great. Exactly. Um, I see what I have to give it uh, a second watch, but I don't know, man. I really just love the parallel between Gore and Jane. I think that's like one of the best parts of the film for me. Besides, you know, like, you know, of course, you know, the action and stuff like that. Um, I still wanted to see, like, uh, I still want to see the, the deleted scenes of that movie. Cause we were talking about how, like, there was a scene cut from, like, uh, when they were in, um, Olympian City, you know, with, uh, Valkyrie and that one chick. Like, it just, like, it was kind of like a weird cut. I, f- I still feel like the movie would have been way better had we seen more of Meek. Um, of Meek, Meek would have carried, honestly. Meek and Korg together. I still really do think that we, sh- we, like, deserve, like, a Korg and Meek, like, series. Like, I, like, Give it like the Iron Group treatment, which means just like shorts. Yeah, it's kind of blasphemous that it hasn't happened yet. Seriously. No, but like even even the goats were not as abrasive, uh, except in that first scene, but they're meant to be abrasive in that first scene. That's kind of whole, the, whole, the whole point of the scene. <laughs> like the ghosts didn't, didn't seem as bad. Um, I was hyper fixated on like the uh, or the, the uh, serious dramatic scenes. I was like, where's the jokes? There were none because they took him seriously. Uh, I keep seeing people mad about the whole like, oh, it's a grenade, but it's a portable speaker thing because like, oh, it was just a serious scene about her cancer. Then, oh, look, it's a portable. That's not that wasn't even the scene. <laughs> like she had a moment. She opened the door to Valkyrie. Valkyrie was all like, you good? She was like, she was like, yeah, are you ready to go? And she was like, yeah, I'm ready to go. And like that, 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 that point, the series scene's over. <laughs> she was like, like, do you have any weapons? And then she started showing off the weapons like that, that there, there is no humor tension break there or whatever. Like it's a good movie. <laughs> it's, a, it's good. But um, other than that, I can't wait. I can't wait. And like, literally like, like three or four years where everyone's going to be like, Thor Love and Thunder is like amazing. It's underrated. I just, oh my God, this phase is going to be so, I, I'm going to be so happy when all these motherfuckers are going to be like, man, this shit was, was like a really good phase. And I'm like, I'm, I, we're going to be one of those people who are like, yeah, like we told you so. Yeah. It's going to be so funny. I feel like, I feel like what happened was like, we just got like super like weird camp with Multiverse of Madness. And it goes straight into like super hyper comedic Taika Waititi. Probably was probably too much for people. I just I feel like that's what happened. Yeah, because like I don't know, like you know, it's like one of the things where people are like, oh, it's like you know, overly comedic, and like I feel like Taika Waititi Taika shouldn't have wrote the script. I'm like, well, you don't know Taika, like, but Taika does it like I feel like he does it really well, like a blending in like serious comedic moments, a little bit more with, like uh, other films and like more. I feel like he does it better in um, Home for the Wood of People, I heard. But 
still haven't I mean, seen I that. Just, I just check his writing. I heard it's on Netflix or it's oh. on Hulu, but I'll probably watch it tonight. But yeah, I mean, I like take a, um, I like take his writing and direction in like most projects. Yeah, he's a great creative. But uh, other than that, I also watched the uh, making of the uh, Marvel Studios assembled for Thor: Love and Thunder. And I watched the uh, behind the scenes. It's not really behind the scenes. It's more like a, a following Ewan McGregor as he like comes back to the role for Obi Wan. Uh, and I love these things. If anyone's like interested in filmmaking or you know the whole the whole process behind it and what what it's sort of uh, like behind the scenes, I always this this stuff is is great. All the Marvel Studios assembled stuff has been really good, and uh, this this Obi Wan. Uh, thing was also great too. They 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 also did stuff for the Book of Boba Fett and Mandalorian, which were uh, really cool. But uh, yeah, the Love and Thunder one, you know, it just it it got sort of uh, deep into Hemsworth and sort of like how much he was involved with the project, which see, was seemingly a lot more than Ragnarok. Uh, there's a there's a whole scene with him and Taika. Uh, going back and forth on what a scene should be the scene where he where thor does the splits on those two incoming things uh like motor i don't even know what to call them those speeders uh, and he does the he does the splits and stops them that was hemsworth's idea <laughs> uh and so it's cool that he has uh, a lot more input and he just he seems to genuinely be he seems to genuinely care about this character he clearly always cared about the character but uh more so especially now ever since this this whole reinvention of the character with with taika watiti and obviously taika is great as always and they also talk about how like with jane's cancer it's like jane finds uh humor to cope with that you know which a, a lot of people just didn't seem to catch on to i guess uh, but yeah, that stuff was great. And the Obi-Wan stuff was man, it, because they, they documented Ewan and Hayden, uh, reuniting and stuff like that, which was just super sweet to see. And they also showed, which you can't even really see in the episode. Uh, Hayden is in his episode three, three. Yeah. He's like, episode three, I, was, yeah. I was like, God, I wish we like saw him closer up with that. But it is what it is, I guess. <laughs> yeah, but, I saw I saw that clip today. Uh, I saw a clip of that today, and I was like, "Oh my god, that's like it's so like heartwarming." Because like, because it's, it's, it's also one of the things where it's like, you know, both Hayden and Ewan love these characters so much, uh, and yeah, like you know, of course they would like reprise your roles in a heartbeat for sure. It was great, great, great stuff, but. Yeah, that's all I watched pretty much. So that's that. Uh, we have a great show for for everyone this week. We're of course going to be talking about D twenty three and all the stuff that was revealed and released. So let's uh, let's get into the news of the week. Before we get into that, of course, there is time codes in the show notes or the description. So if you want to jump around, you can go ahead and do that. So let's start. Let's start off with some Star Wars news. Iman Isfandi is confirmed to star as Ezra Bridger in Ahsoka. Which is surprising to me because I thought the guy who played Aladdin in that live action Aladdin movie was going to play Ezra, but I guess not. <laughs> I guess maybe that was just a rumor that's been, you know, simmering for so long. I kind of just forgot it was a rumor. 
<laughs> uh, but yeah, so this this guy Amanis Fondi is uh, is going to be playing Ezra, and if you if anyone's seen any pictures of him and has seen Rebels, bro looks exactly like Ezra. It's like a kind of uncanny. <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> so he's clearly going to be a great choice. So I'm absolutely not worried about that. But yeah, moving on to some DC news, some unfortunate news. Uh, this is according to CNBC. Dan Lin will not take on the role of DC's film and TV chief for Warner Brothers Discovery after negotiations with Warner Brothers Discovery broke down, which is, you know, not a good sign considering <laughs> it was like Dan Lin's dream job to be the head of DC. <laughs> so the fact that uh, he was in talks and everything kind of fell apart is, you know, it's not, it's not looking good, is it? <laughs> yeah, no, it's not. Which, uh, I mean, you know, we I talked about it, I think it was last week or like uh hearing some of those interviews with him he was clearly very passionate so it was pretty exciting that he was uh an option but now he's off the table so yikes <laughs> but uh michael bishop uh is going to replace jordan elsass as jonathan kent in superman and lois season three eh. and uh you know torrent's seen a picture of this of this new guy bro looks <laughs> He looks literally identical, like to Alex Garfield. Bro, he looks like he literally looks like both of the actors combined, and he has like the dark, like sort of moppy hair. So he looks even more like he looked more like siblings. You know what I mean? Another, another. I think the. Hold on, let me. Hold on, what was his name again? Uh, the new one. Yeah, Michael Bishop. Michael. Michael Bishop. Man, I don't care about no freaking football star named him, bro. What the hell? <laughs> yeah, that's his name. Yeah, oh yeah, okay. Uh, I was right. He's Australian. Is he actually? Yeah, he's Australian. Of course he is. Yeah, right. Everyone that's not English is taking up all taking up all the roles in Hollywood. Crazy. Yeah, it's insane. Can't wait to see how he is in the show. I still need to finish season two. Superman Lois. Yeah, you did. It's, it's it's great. Like like I said, however many weeks ago that was. <laughs> yeah, uh, I've, I I good thing I have my HBO Max back, so yeah, I can get right. I can get right into that. I wish you could log. I want. I really need to start logging in shows. Like I want. Like I want Letterbox have an option where you can log in shows. But I know there's another, there's another app like that. Serialized, I think, I think it's called. Yeah, I just uh, I use it. I, I kind of use it. I don't. I don't know if I like it. Like it's clearly like it's like a, it's a letterbox clone, but like it's I don't know something about it. I don't like, and it's like it it shows like reviews like up front, and most of it's like memes or like people just being assholes. And I'm I don't know. I'm not a fan. <laughs> I just I just want that option for letterbox, bro. I know. I just add shows letterbox. What are you doing? Or make another app. Call it letter show i don't know letter um letter squared or what's that i don't know i don't know what's the opposite of robox sphere yeah letter sphere there we go be a good that'd be a good thing i need it Uh, titan season four will premiere in november yes that kind of crept on us crept up on us didn't it it did because and like I figured out why I like Titans so much. It's just a guilty pleasure for me. I don't know why. I, I just like no, that, make, that makes sense. I mean, it's like, if you ignore the plot, 
It's yeah, yeah. Solid if, you, stuff. If, you ignore, if you ignore the stuff, like, you know, it's just, it, it's solid. It's crazy how good season three started off. Could have been, could have been amazing. Right. It felt, it's fell hard. It fell flat on its face so hard. Oh my God. I thought season, end of season two was bad. Is what it is. I don't know. <laughs> James Gunn uh, has confirmed that Harley Quinn will return in the DCEU, which means she's likely to show up again in one of his projects, whether that's like a Harley Quinn solo project or, you know, she shows up in, uh, I don't know, something else. Peacemaker season two or something. I don't know. Uh, she's coming back. Uh, so that's obviously very exciting. Margot Robbie. It's always good to see Margot Robbie in that role. Uh, she clearly loves that role. She's clearly very passionate about it and just watching birds of prey that comes through very clearly. So excited for that. Also the day, I think the day we're recording, this is the 30th anniversary of Harley Quinn being introduced in Batman, the animated series. Dang, it's crazy. I didn't know that. Dang, I, used be, I used to be reading comics, bro, for real. I don't care about the introduction dates. Comics are for nerd. Well, no, she was. Well, I mean, she was introduced in Batman the animated series. I mean, oh, the animated series. Yeah, that was her first appearance. That she was created for the show. Oh yeah, damn. I still think I still think that's like like bottom two Batman for like stuff for me. I will end the podcast right now. <laughs> I will. I will hit stop recording so fast. <laughs> no I'm kidding. I I want to watch more of it. I just, I haven't gotten to it yet. Bro hasn't gotten to peak fiction. You hate to see it, but uh, there was a new Black Adam trailer. So that trailer, that, that trailer was a lot better. It was it a was, lot better, but at the same time, my son died so I could live. Yeah. <laughs> These powers aren't a gift; they're a curse. <laughs> very generic. Very generic. Every plot. time, choose some new dialogue. Oh my god. Nah, nah, but, but like the rock is a menace, bro. Bro, literally, like <laughs> he literally promoted um, Black Adam, and but before in the tweet he said like all oh, best peace to the to the queen, you know, to the royal family. I'm like, bro, <laughs> did, did he actually? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, <laughs> I didn't he, see he, that. Yeah, yeah. Hold on, I, I'll pull up the tweet right now. <laughs> It, it was just like, why, bro? Like, yeah, but we saw some more Dr. Fate, which is great to see. We got a lot more of the JSA, actually. And uh, like you, we were texting about it, and you pointed out, and it's true, that they're in this trailer, at least. They're making it, uh, they're making him, they're more so making him out to be the villain in this trailer than the past trailers, which is great because, you know, he's a villain. <laughs> um, also, uh, the JSA are the X Men. So that's cool, I guess. <laughs> Which was so random. It caught me off guard. The whole freaking yard just transforms and out comes the freaking X-Jet. Like, it looks so similar. Okay, I, I guess that tweet was fake then. Dang. Because the, the tweet was like, uh, my prayers go out to the royal family, but new trailer for Black Adam just released. <laughs> I was like, bro. <laughs> Man, that's tough. Anyway, Black Adam <laughs> coming soon. I want to try to get John Cena, I mean, not John Cena, The Rock to follow me. Just DM Cena. John Cena. Hey, man. You know Let The Rock, see. right? Because, you know, John Cena does follow you. Let me see. 
There we go. Let doesn't me follow me. Doesn't follow the podcast. Follow, I can, follows Tor, I, man. Can, I can show you how the how John Cena can follow you. Post nah, an anime pick or something? Well, I won't say it on the podcast. It'll keep me. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta meet him personally, which means you gotta become invisible. Oh. Yeah, well, moving on to some Marvel news. Uh, this is according to John Campea, so take it with a grain of salt. Uh, apparently, Jodie Comer is rumored to play the MCU Sue Storm. Oh, yeah, I remember seeing that on TikTok. She'd be a solid choice. Facts. I mean, I'm of the mindset that if she's white and blonde, <laughs> that's not a hard role to cast. I don't really care who's Sue Storm, to be honest. But it's... Uh yeah, she's she was great in Free Guy. She was amazing in Free Guy actually. So like, yeah, that'd be a that'd be a a great choice. I think she'd fit really well into the MCU. So, yeah, more Fantastic 4 rumors. We'll get to Fantastic 4 later. <laughs> um Skydance New Media revealed their new Marvel game from Amy Hennig uh, at their uh, Disney Plus, or not Disney Plus, uh, D23 uh, game showcase. And it appears to be uh, an adventure game featuring Captain America and Black Panther. Hip hip hooray. Uh, Amy Hennig also said that the game will be in the same vein as her Uncharted games. So thank God <laughs> it's going to be, uh, you know, like single player adventure type game instead of, you know, games as a service live type whatever trash um but yeah it's going to be set in world war ii of course uh captain america it's not going to be t'challa of course because you know he wasn't around during world war ii i forgot the, the exact character's name t'chaka no i think it was before t'chaka actually whoever's before that doesn't doesn't really matter uh it's black panther uh and and uh Captain America. So that is cool. There's also going to be two other uh, playable characters. I believe one's just another soldier and one's an, a Wakandan uh, soldier. Maybe part of the Dora Milaje. I know it's a woman. Um, so yeah, that's that's. I love the concept of this. Amy Hennig is a great creative. It's an adventure game, single player game. Marvel needs more straightforward single player games like you know Spider-Man or Guardians of the Galaxy. I mean, that's just they all they the the hit track record is a lot more consistent with those than when they try to do something multiplayer based so yeah but that's the news that is the news of the week which means it's time to move on to our topic which is really a topic it's just d23 d23 uh happened of course this past saturday so good you know stuff happened I wanted to. I really wanted to go there, but tickets were all sold out. You hate to see it. Well, you know it wasn't worth it anyway because D twenty three was late. No, I'm kidding. Uh, I'm going to start out. Uh, we're going to talk about the Lucasfilm Marvel Studios panel because outside of that, I mean, there was some Pixar stuff. We don't really talk about Pixar here, but there was some interesting stuff there. Uh, so we're going to talk about the Lucasfilm Marvel Studios panel. Uh, well, um, I'm going to start out with start off with Lucasfilm. Kathleen Kennedy. Uh, has described Andor as a 24-episode spy thriller, and apparently season two is close to starting production. Damn. They ain't playing around, They're not. I, mean, I talked about it, like, uh, back before the first trailer even dropped, I think, on the podcast, uh, that, like, the fact that they had a season two greenlit 
before the first trailer dropped. So I was like, they got to be confident in this. They got to be real confident in the series. And then that first trailer dropped, and I was like, oh, I see. Yeah, <laughs> that makes uh, that makes sense. Uh, whew, I'm excited. I'm excited for Andor. September 21st, three-episode premiere, 12 episodes. So, you know, we won't be... Uh, we won't be fiended. <laughs> we won't be, uh, uh, sh- uh we'll, we won't have that six episode bro, bro, shit. Bro, bro, can't even speak. I can't even. Bro, I'm so excited for this. I am. Speak. It looks so good. It looks so good. It's the only show, Marvel or Star Wars, that we've gotten so far, in my opinion, in, opinion, in, my, in my opinion, that actually looks like a movie, which is kind of what they sold us on with this know, with this know, whole did thing. Did you see the quality of Miss Marvel Girl? I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> I think the closest we got was Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah, that, that, that's definitely the closest. Uh, but yeah, this, I mean, it looks like Rogue One. I Dang. love, in Rogue One, like, that's not even, that's not even my favorite Star Wars movie. It's not even my top three. I don't even think it's my top five. <laughs> or maybe it is. I don't remember. But, uh, I adore the sense of scale in Rogue One. It's oh, it's so good, and you and you get that in uh, at least in what we've seen of this show. Twelve episodes, spy thriller. Uh, I, I just based on the trailer, I imagine it's going to go into it's, uh, more of the politics within Star Wars, which is going to be great for prequel fans. <laughs> um, this is. It's super exciting. This is this is awesome. We we're going to be actually see some clone troopers in live action finally i mean technically we saw some but on the way we're getting it in this this is i'm so excited for this. and season two starting production soon which means we'll probably get uh season two next year uh that's i mean oof, i'm excited i'm excited what is wait oh yeah okay okay never mind i was gonna ask about the timeline of Andor, but I got it now. Isn't it five years before Rogue One? It is. It is ten years after Rogue One. No, during... it's, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, I believe. I believe it's like before Rogue One. I think it's mostly five years before Rogue One, but I think there mm-hmm. will be even more flashbacks before then. But I think the bulk of the series is five years before Rogue One, and then I believe season two is only a year before Rogue One. I think. I think that's what it was, but uh, you better watch this show as it's coming out because I'm the, you, know, bro, I'll, you I'll, haven't bro, even I'll, seen Mandalorian season two yet. Like, bro, why are you why are you like doing this to me right now? Bro, I'm, I'm I'm getting on your ass. You gotta you gotta stop slacking. <laughs> I'm sorry that I'm watching other films right now, but you know what? I will I'll I'll continue my Star Wars marathon. I, I got you with that. I got I got my, I gotta get my Star Wars marathon on. You better. Okay. I gotta, I gotta find that uh, picture you sent me of the. Uh, I can just send it again. Yeah, the the non filler stuff. Yeah, which is still a lot of episodes. Yeah, uh, the Bad Batch season two premieres January fourth with sixteen episodes. Um, this is this comes as kind of a surprise because everyone was so was expecting Bad Batch to release at least this winter, like at the latest, but but we're getting it uh, in January of next year, which makes sense because Andor's 12 episodes, although like we're getting a three episode premiere, but still that's like, it'll, it, it'll span a couple months. Uh, so it makes sense that they won't drop two Star Wars things at the same time. 
and um bad batch season i mean that's exciting in its own way i kind of it's like I, I think i like bad batch more than other people but um i think i think you know i think season two is going to be better just you know learn from your mistakes kind of thing although they didn't really make any mistakes it was more just kind of filler e a lot of the time mm-hmm. but yeah uh you haven't seen bad batch have you no i haven't i heard it's mid so oh, I'm probably, probably not gonna watch it. No, you got You gotta watch it. I haven't really been a fan of the. I wasn't really a fan of the like, Clone Troopers, to be honest. I think that's like one of the worst parts of like the Clone Wars for me. Um, you better start. You better say you're joking now, otherwise you're gonna get flamed. <laughs> <laughs> no, Captain Rex is good. Of course he is. <laughs> Tales of the Jedi. Premiere is October 26, consisting of six episodes, three focused on Ahsoka and three focused on Dooku. So you said Tales of the Jedi? Yep, Tales of the Jedi. And of course, oh, we also oh, oh. got a Tales of the Jedi trailer, which looks. Oh, oh. Yeah, I, lo- I love it, man. I-, I was really excited for that. Like, well, <laughs> I'm excited so for good. it now. I'm excited for the project now because, like, oh, man. Oh, dude. Young Dooku? That's yeah, Young amazing. Dooku. You also see uh, his apprentice, which is Young Qui Gon. Yes, sir. And more Mace Windu. Yay. Yay. More Mace asshole. Uh, <laughs> he, is, he is an asshole, bro. He was a prick. Especially in the Clone Wars. <laughs> oh, definitely. But bro's I, like, like, bro's like one of the, like, like, yeah, one of the main reasons Anakin turned. Well, not main, but he's definitely up there for sure. Yeah. He's also one of the reasons Ahsoka couldn't get to Anakin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Siege of Mandalore. Fucking asshole. He's like, he's like, well, technically, Jedi can't shut up, Mason. <laughs> but the trailer looks incredible. It looks amazing. It looks so good. I mean, obviously, it's the same Clone Wars style. Uh, it was kind of weird seeing like young, uh, like season one, two Ahsoka, but like with modern, <laughs> uh, like graphics or whatever. Because mm-hmm. it's like, because the, the, the animation back in the day was janky. <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if you rewatch uh, some of season one and season two in the in the 2008 movie, but uh, now it's looking phenomenal. And just seeing young Ahsoka is like, whoa. <laughs> but yeah, he, so we're going to, you know, little baby Ahsoka. I wonder, I don't know. I well, my, my initial assumption was we're going to get like little baby Ahsoka, little kid Ahsoka, and then like a second episode of like early Clone Wars Ahsoka and then like later Ahsoka. But I think it might, we I think it might end at early season Clone Wars Ahsoka. Mm-hmm. Man, I don't know. I don't know, man. I, I just like, man, I, I really just, that, that, the Tales of Jedi really just, like, shot up on my radar now. Yeah, it looks um, incredible. <laughs> yeah, it, it looks amazing. And, oh, uh, man. Because, like, you know, it's always, like, one of those scenes where it's, like, you know, people, like, some uh, some people across over the years of Star Wars were like, man, like, I really want to see, like, like a project of like you know young Dooku or whatever, like a Dooku origin, um, origin story, and I guess this is, this is a close thing we're getting to that. So I, yeah. I, I'm I'm really excited for that. Yeah, and it's six episodes, but it's a different kind of six episodes. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's it's three episodes each, focusing on you know Ahsoka and Dooku, and I think you know we're we're solely focusing on them. I think it's. I think it's a great way to do it. It's also in such an easy way. I mean, it's called Tales of the Jedi. It's not like it's called Tales of Ahsoka and Dooku. So we can get like a, a Mace Windu one in like a season two. True. Stuff like that. So that would be 
that's this is it's so exciting it's so cool and it's october 26 which like we just learned of its existence like not that long ago <laughs> and it's already it's already coming out so that's that's crazy but yeah uh, ahsoka is the series the live action series Ahsoka is still filming and mandalorian season three is in post-production and is going to be released in february 2023 so not too far off by the time we get by the time Andor finishes, it'll only be like a couple months away. So it won't be it won't be too painful of a wait. But we also got a Mandalorian season three trailer, which Torn didn't watch because he's slacking and hasn't seen the Mandalorian. <laughs> but it looks visually, it looks like the the best season. Um, we there's uh, the best character in Star Wars history, Babu Frick. Of course, <laughs> so. No, no, it's not. No, it's Max. It's Max. It was until Babu Frick showed up. No, it's Max. It's always mm, Max. No, not Babu Frick solos. So no. I'm sorry. It has to be said. I love. I love Max. Babu Frick is just better. Max is a close second, though. Max. <laughs> But uh, we're getting some more actual, like, Mandalorian stuff. You know, Mandalorian's heading to Mandalore. Shit's crazy. Uh, um, presumably, Giancarlo Esposito's back. He was on stage. Uh, so I imagine uh, we'll see him in season three. But he he wasn't in the trailer. Uh, but I hope to see more of him because he's it's fucking Giancarlo Esposito. <laughs> uh, but it was a it was a great great trailer i'm super excited to see more of it i'm super excited to uh see it when it releases in february but that that I, was i was gonna say i i want to see like uh i'm i, yeah, I want to see the episodes um i want to see if uh, bryce house is directing any episodes i don't maybe i hope so <laughs> i hope so because like dude she did fucking good on me on well, I was gonna say Mandalorian two point five. <laughs> I was gonna say that, but um, but yes, she did really well on that one of Mandalorian uh, episode. Yeah, and uh, she directed one of the episodes in season two, one of the seasons in of Mandalorian, uh, which was also really good and also had a really nice sense of scale to it. But uh, yeah, that was it for the Lucasfilm part of the panel. It was surprisingly short. I thought maybe we'd get, you know, some more information on like Lando or something. Uh, but it is what it is. <laughs> uh, maybe some information on like the next movie or something. I don't know, but uh, that didn't happen. It is what it is. Uh, but we still got a few uh, extra. We still, we still got a few goodies. So that's perfectly fine by me. So then Marvel studios came along and was like, Hey, we're better than you. Uh, <laughs> so Ryan Cougar came on stage and he said that black Panther two is still in the editing process. And apparently black Panther two, uh, focuses on the rest of the world, trying to capitalize on getting Wakanda Wakanda's resources when they're yes. at their weakest. Yes. Cause you know, man, you want to know what would have been a great addition to this movie because of Ryan Gosling. Plot. No, <laughs> Uh, Doom? Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. Jesus. Oh. No, Claw. He would have oh, been such a good addition to this movie. Oh, don't remind me. Man, bro. Jesus. Oh, the worst thing they've ever done in Marvel. I don't care see, what anyone I, says. Ooh, the see, ice cream song. See. Ooh, Thor, they ruined Thor's good. Ooh. Nah, they killed Claw. That's the worst thing they've ever done. Man, bro. Like, 
I, I, like at first, like you were like, you know, more mad at it than I was. And I, and at first I was like, man, you know, I just, eh, it's, it's whatever. Yeah, it's like, whatever. And, and then I, I thought about it and I was like, wow. Yeah. Claw, you know, like the black Panther villain claw. <laughs> Gone. Yeah. I'm like, bro. Andy circus is so good too. <laughs> it was so fun. <laughs> Why? Man. <laughs> <laughs> I love the scene where he's getting interrogated. He's like, baby, don't hurt me. <laughs> no more. That shit was amazing. That man's Alfred now. <laughs> That's weird to think about. He's Alfred. But uh we got we didn't get too much stuff from Ironheart. Uh they got uh they got some footage at a D twenty three. I'm not jealous at all, but you know, uh we did get confirmation that Jim Rash <laughs> will return as his character from Civil War. Uh, in Ironheart, if you don't know who Jim Rash is, he plays the dean in Community, but also he plays the dean of the college that Tony Stark visits in Captain America's Civil War, and he's the one that's talking about how he isn't a, a like an invention for like a self cooking hot dog or some shit like that. And he was that weird villain in Sky High next to Murray Elizabeth Winstead. He was oh. indeed. Um, Jim Rash is phenomenal. He's great. So he's amazing. He's amazing. I didn't think I'd see him in the MCU again, but I ain't gonna complain. He's the best. So uh, then they moved on to Ant Man and the Wasp, uh, Quantumania, and they apparently Ant Man and the Wasp Quantumania is gonna directly link with Avengers: The Kang Dynasty, which makes sense considering Kang is in the movie. Um, so that's really really cool. I'm so excited to see Ant-Man 3, which is not... After Ant-Man 2, I was like, okay, whatever. <laughs> I didn't hate Ant-Man 2, but, like, I don't know. The direction they're going with Ant-Man 3, I'm I'm pretty excited. And um, the best, you know, you know, Kang being directed to Kang Dynasty, you know, it's cool, whatever, who cares? Because Randall Park is going to return as Jimmy Woo in Ant-Man 3. The Woo uh, is back. I can't wait to see more Jim... The MC Wu returns. But MC Wu. Jeez. Man, that, that man, that man cre- had his own trend going on. He dominated 2020. The first <laughs> half of 2021. Man, Bobby, he deserves all the praise because he's the Wu. So. He absolutely does. You see that video of him rapping? Yes. Bro was killing it. And, and he's a magician, too. So Yeah. <laughs> God. Uh, <laughs> what, 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 what an icon yeah, he is the best but then we finally got some new stuff uh, Werewolf by Night is finally after being rumored and essentially confirmed for months now uh, is, is finally officially officially confirmed and it's releasing next month which is nuts yeah, Hall- Halloween special man yep, directed I... by Michael Giacchino yes uh so it looks so good. Yeah, we got a trailer, and it is clearly inspired by 30s and 40s horror movies. I mean, we, it's amazing, so. Yeah, it looks, it's like, it's clearly like a campy horror, where it's like, it's like, it's like the characters are clearly like, it's not like Doctor Strange, where they're like, sort of goofing around. It's more like the characters are really serious, but the way it's the story is told is more uh, goofy. But like, you see in the trailer, it looks more, it looks a lot more violent, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Like people's yeah, because, limbs were getting cut off. There was blood splatters and shit. You see the, that, that final shot. You see, you know, the little glimpses of like someone getting ripped apart. Yeah, like, and there's freaking man thing is in it. He looks freaking phenomenal, and he's like, 
because you know man thing is his whole thing he touched he burns whoever he touches whoever i forgot what the saying is whoever fears or something burns when he touches them uh and like you see a just the tiniest frame like a couple frames where he's like clearly like holding someone's head and their head is burning like like it's crazy (laughs) and he looks incredibly comic accurate it's sick but yeah i'm i don't know i don't know what to expect from this uh i didn't you know, I didn't, I didn't, I don't think anyone realized it was going to be thirties for forties horror. Uh, it's in black and white. So that's also interesting. Uh, people yeah. are like, it's not going to be black and white when, when it releases. It's clearly going to be black and white when it releases. It's like, that's, although I do want to see a, um, version in, in color. Nah. Although, no, 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 I'm saying I would want to see it in color as well. No, nah. the black, the black and white is just as great. Black and, and white's the and, way to go. You know, you know me. I'm not a fan of like black and white like media as much as you know. So you hate Better Call Saul? No, I don't hate Better Call Saul. I'm just well, that's saying. What you said. I don't. I didn't say. Well, you that. said you hated Peak Fiction. That's what. That's exactly what you just said. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> that's what I don't have to tell you. That's what you said. I, I can't say anything right now. <laughs> twist my words. I didn't twist your words. That's what you said. No, I. You said I, Torin, a co-host of Avengers podcast, hate Better Call Saul. That's what you said. Oh, no, oh, can't deal with this anymore. But so, Rover, Rover by Night is gonna be awesome, and I want to see his edition later on in the MCU. Hell yeah! Maybe Unless we don't. Two. True. If, if not, if not, then that would be wasted. But will we see Blade? Oh, definitely. Hopefully. Uh, we got a secret invasion trailer. Pretty cool. Pretty dope. It's pretty cool. We didn't, uh, we, it didn't show too much, which is obviously ideal, especially since it's, you know, more of a teaser than anything. Um, but you know, Nick Fury's looking great. Uh, we got a little tiny little glimpse of some scroll action. Ben Mendelsohn's back as Talos and he's great. Clearly more of a serious tone, which, you know, everyone, which the, immediately i saw someone comment finally something serious shut the f- Ooh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go, go go to dc where you're where you're the universe is failing <laughs> but it is it's more serious tone which i completely all for i just you know i i also want variety in my cinematic universe <laughs> so but yeah okay. Secret Invasion looks cool. Uh, we didn't really get a ton of information on it, other than, you know, stuff that we already knew. Um, but yeah, other than the trailer. So it looks great. I'm super excited. It comes out early next year, I believe. Uh, I don't think they gave a exact release window other than that. So I think I'm guessing like February or March, something like that. Um, so yeah, Secret Invasion. Uh, also, apparently, they they confirmed that Armor Wars is still happening. <laughs> um, uh, Don Cheadle came on stage, who is in Secret Invasion. Uh, he uh, apparently Armor Wars comes straight out of Secret Invasion, so like Armor Wars is set right after. So I don't know how much it'll actually tie in, or whether it's just timeline wise, it'll it comes right after. Uh, but yeah, so Armor Wars is still happening. They didn't give much information other than the fact that is apparently going to start shooting uh later this year so that's great great stuff we talked we talked about jimmy woo uh earlier 
and how, you know, he's the best thing to ever exist in the MCU, but he might have some competition. Yeah, so. Um, like you're going to need, <laughs> I'm going to need help pronouncing this. <laughs> um, fuck it. I don't, I, I even want to try. I don't want to come on as the guy from everything, everywhere, all at once in Indiana Jones. Oh, uh, Kihei Kwan. Yes. You can take the yeah. flack if that's wrong. Anyway, he has been cast in Loki season two as a TVA employee. Imagine he starts uh, talking about how he went to the multiverse one time. Could you imagine? <laughs> I mean, technically, and with the multiverse, infinite possibilities, it's possible. <laughs> Such a nice multiversal reference. Be so cool. A but thousand, he's a thousandfold. He's such a delight. Imagine like the two most beloved MCU characters are both Asian men. Amazing. <laughs> Seriously. But he's, yeah, he's delightful. I love him. Imagine he starts doing Kung Fu. Imagine? I need it. Like fight fight scenes in Loki. They also showed some footage of Loki season two. And apparently it's visually different from the first season, but not in like a, it's a different director, more like because the multiverse kind of broke, everything's like sort of similar, but it has like an off vibe to it. So that's pretty, uh, that's pretty interesting. Uh, there's also there, apparently there's also some scenes that like in that same vein where it's like, this is familiar, but like different, like apparently there's some scenes mirroring season one with, uh, Loki and, uh, Mobius talking, <laughs> almost said Morbius, so close to saying Morbius. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's, uh, that's it, really interesting. Um, but we got a hundred percent confirmation that Matt Shackman is officially directing fantastic Four. And torn, are you ready for the cast? There's no cast. Yeah, there's no cast. They didn't announce a cast, which which honestly makes sense because the fact that I mean Matt Shackman just came on board, <laughs> so so like usually the director has some has some say uh, in casting decisions. So you know the fact that John Watts left, maybe they were looking at some people, but he dipped. So now Matt Shackman's here. If anything, if anything, they just started casting so yeah. uh it's not all that surprising but you know it is what it is echo has wrapped filming so that is great um vincent d'onofrio is confirmed uh to be in echo number one and he will have a bandage over his eye so uh you know they're going with that uh, comic accurate route which is you know after hawkeye it was like wait a minute <laughs> They're not that stupid, right? And then people were quick to point out, like, hey, 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 this happens in the comics. It's fine. It's fine. So, you know, thank God. <laughs> All right. Can't wait for people to complain about it. Honestly, last week was the first episode of She-Hulk. Or this past week, I guess, was the first episode of She-Hulk I watched where I just didn't touch <laughs> comments or TikTok or anything like that. It was good. I, I enjoyed I, myself immensely. I, I, I don't even think I remember looking at comments after this week's episode. It was amazing. Yeah, I didn't I see just, any toxicity. I was just enjoying it. Yeah, I just don't remember. Like, it's it's all blurred to me. Probably for the best. <laughs> Seriously. But, <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, I, I, it's, that's going to be the trend for me. I ain't looking at, I ain't looking at anything no more. I'm, I'm done. I am, I am done. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, Vin, uh, apparently Vincent D'Onofrio 
after the echo thing didn't leave the stage and he said he wanted to talk about his show and then charlie cox came out and said you mean you mean my show and then it he uh you know, there's a Daredevil Born Again sort of logo reveal. It's a new logo. It's the same logo, pretty much, but it has the, you know, iconic uh, DD symbol, double D, DD. I don't know what else to call it. It has the, you know, it has the classic Daredevil logo behind it. So, you know, is that foreshadowing that we might get it on the actual suit? Who knows? Better, better look good. Better be in the corner. No. I don't want it to be on the chest. It and should if be. it is on the chest, no, no, it shouldn't. If anyone could pull off a comic accurate Daredevil suit in live action, it's going to be Marvel Studios. <laughs> well, let's see. We'll, we'll see how it is. We will see. But uh, apparently, uh, Born Again will begin filming next year. Um, and it's it's still going to have 18 episodes. So I, Im- imagine like the first episode. Of his like, it shows like his suit, and it's like red leather. What are you doing? Oh, it's the leather suit from two thousand three. <laughs> I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be mad at it. I actually laugh. I just want the thing to go over the bridge of his nose instead of. <laughs> Bro looks like Batman. Anyway, you know, speaking of Daredevil, uh, I didn't we didn't talk about it that much, but there was a mid season trailer for She Hulk, which had some more Daredevil stuff in it, and. Why do they do that? I hate it when they do that. <laughs> I'm already sold on the show. You don't need to sell me again. Like I know it's to like be like, hey, hey, we still have some stuff to some stuff to show you. You know, try to sell people that maybe left, but uh, just it always shows too much stuff. I just I just sort of skim through it maybe to look at some of the Daredevil stuff, and it you know looks good. Uh, but you know, still excited. Also, the red and yellow suit it's really growing on me. It looks better in the comics, man. Definitely. That shit is god off. It looks more. It looks more like a like a dull gold than it does a than it does like a, a yellow, which is good. Best, but um, yeah, that was pretty much it for the Daredevil stuff, and then we moved on to Captain America: New World Order, and apparently, friggin' shocking everyone, Tom Blake Nelson will return as the leader for Captain America: New World Order as the main villain, which is finally finally get to see his big ass head. <laughs> Almost 20 years. <laughs> yeah. Which is freaking crazy. Like, everyone's sort of speculating, like, the leading theory right now is that in She-Hulk, you know, the Wrecking Crew we're talking about, you know, oh, the boss is, is going to be happy, happy happy about this. And people, the leading theory right now is the leader, because, you know, the Hulk-related, that would make sense. Um, and maybe, you know, She-Hulk the stuff with the leader leads into Captain America? Like, I don't know how, like... So Hulk, I don't, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's exciting. The lead, man, that's crazy. Like we haven't seen this man since two thousand eight. We've seen him since two thousand eight. Over a decade yeah, no, later, freaking, freaking mega mind over here can't just slap his forehead. <laughs> you think he has someone to like massage his head? No, I, don't, I know that motherfucker just throbbing with thoughts. God, I had, he said so fucking big, bro. It's crazy. The definition of big brain. Uh, but apparently uh, Danny Ramirez is going to return as the new Falcon in the film. So that's cool. So more more setting uh, more setting up for the Young Avengers. Uh, also, Carl Lumley will also return as, as, as Isaiah in the movie. So that's also really exciting. Yeah, my, my see Patriot. Yeah. 
Isaiah Bradley was freaking he was such a highlight of that series. I wasn't a I wasn't a huge fan of that that show, but he was he was phenomenal <laughs> for the little bit he was in. So to get him back in this is is really, really cool. Why? <laughs> Why? Look at this one, bro. He's just he's just he's just chill. Oh my yeah. god. <laughs> Look at his head. <laughs> Look at his head, dude. Yeah, <laughs> it's so elongated. <laughs> that better be exactly how he looks in the movie. Otherwise, I'm I'm not I'm not watching it. Oh my god! I can't believe they're doing the leader. That's that's nuts. But uh, apparently, uh, Captain America: New World Order is gonna is being described as a paranoid thriller, which sounds oh, like great. That. Makes sense for Captain America. I I need this movie to be good. <laughs> I need it to be good. I need I need this movie to shut every racist up. <laughs> I want it to be on par with the Winter Soldier. And I need it to be better than the Winter Soldier. If it's not the best thing Marvel's ever released, then put it in the trash. It okay, has to yeah. it has to be bigger than Endgame. Okay, Warner Brothers. <laughs> Ongoing projects. Um, we got the. There was only one piece of. You know, only one more like new reveal uh, left. They also they had some stuff for the Marvels. They showed a little bit of footage, but other than I mean, it was just like, hey, this is still happening. <laughs> you know what I mean? But uh, they uh, announced the Thunderbolts roster, which is you know a surprise. <laughs> uh, Julie Louis Dreyfus is going to be Val, of course, sort of like the ringleader, I imagine. Uh, David Harbor is back as Red Guardian, uh, Ghost from Ant Man Two. Wyatt Russell is back as U.S. agent. Awesome. Taskmaster uh, and Florence Pugh's Elena and freaking Sebastian Stan returns as Bucky in the Thunderbolts, which is really interesting. Considering the abomination. No, considering what, considering what where Bucky was at the end of Winter Soldier or at the Winter Soldier Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah, that's that's I I like the Thunderbolts team. I like what we got going on here. It's a, it's more grounded. Yeah, there's no, yeah, there's no abomination. But I think with where mm-hmm. abomination is going in She Hulk, at least by the no. looks of it, that was. I don't think that was ever gonna. No, I hope he turns. No. Oh, also, I hope they give Taskmaster powers this time. She had powers in Black Widow. She didn't. No, she didn't. Yes, she did. No, she didn't. <laughs> Shut up. Yes, she did. She didn't have powers. Yes, she did. It was literally all technology and. That's no, no. It's the same shit. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Do you know who Taskmaster is? Yeah. His his ability is that is not gonna power. He doesn't use technology. Okay, that doesn't mean he she can't use technology in the MCU. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying I want her powers to be like an ability. Well, too bad I want so it to sad. be ability. No. Yeah. It's not comic book accurate. She'll, she'll talk though. So apparently Kevin Feige did uh confirm that it is the same person in the suit. So it's not, a, it's not like it's going to be a different taskmaster. It is the same taskmaster. Also yeah, yeah, based yeah. on the concept art, that's we got, fine. there's a bit of a design change. So that's kind of cool, but it's essentially the same thing, but, uh, that's fine. I'm going to complain to Kevin Feige. <laughs> I want there to be abomination. They need a Hulk. Happen. No, they don't. They, they need a Hulk. No, they don't. They do. No, they're doing perfectly fine. The way no. they are. Yeah. No. Yep. Don't, don't think so. I do think so. Abomination was on the team in the comics. That means nothing. It does. No. Not. Anyway, that was D23, so... <laughs> no, I'm complaining right now. I'm sending 
I'm sending an uh, email to Kevin Funky right now. <laughs> okay. That was D23? That was it? Yeah, that was D23. Should have been longer. I thought it was going to be shorter, to be honest, because it was, it was a two-hour panel. And, you know, Star Wars got done pretty much at the one-hour mark. And they were, Marvel came out, and they were, like, like 45 minutes in and they were only on Ant-Man 3 and I was like oh no <laughs> but they ended up going like 45 minutes <laughs> extra so hey, you watch the whole entire thing on YouTube right no it wasn't it wasn't streamed it was just oh, wasn't? updates on Twitter and stuff oh okay yeah otherwise yeah. we'd be seeing Loki season 2 stuff and no footage for us peasants as presidents who couldn't afford to be there. I should have been there. Should have saw someone sick it. Could have gotten away with it. Just wear one of those vests. One of those reflective vests. Just walk in. Pretend you're security. No, I'm not, not to do that. I'm going to that down. It works for some reason. <laughs> it shouldn't work, but it does. But yeah, that's yeah, it's D23. A little bit of a shorter episode because it wasn't too much. It, it, it was like It was like a weird middle ground. There was like... It wasn't a complete dud, so we couldn't just do a topic, but it also wasn't, like, <laughs> so big. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> but it is it is what it is. But is that the show? That is the show. Are you going to try to do the intro by memory? Yeah, let's see if I can do it. <laughs> Here we go. Okay. All right. Mm. Okay. All right. Thank you for listening to the Avengers podcast. Oh, fuck. Oh, shit. <laughs> shit. Uh, I, I got I to, gotta, like, look at it. And then I gotta like see if I can do it. Hold on. Man's looking at it. That's cheating. No, no, I'm saying I was gonna look at it and then like turn off my phone. Okay. Okay. Not my phone. All right. Thank you for listening to the Avengers Podcast. You want to follow us through at Twitter. That's A V E N G Oh God. No, fuck this. Dude. I can't do that shit. <laughs> I, can't, I can't do this. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah, fuck that. But yeah, that's the show. Thank you for listening to the Avengers podcast. If you want to follow us, we're at Avengers on Twitter. That's A-V-E-N-G-A nerds, all one word. If you want to follow either one of us, you can reach me at Nowhere. Follow us on our social medias, TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter, please. Where can they reach you? They can reach me at itseneth underscore on Twitter. Sounds good. We have a Discord. If you'd like to join the conversation there, those will be linked in the show notes. You can check out our link sheet for any additional links you may be interested in. You can also review the show in-app on Apple Podcasts. If you can leave five stars in the review, it really help us out. Thanks again for listening to the Avengers Podcast. We'll see you next week. Later. <laughs> <laughs> we've been doing this we've been doing this for a year now. We can't even get the outro memorized. Yeah, we it, I mean it's it's fine. Like, no, this is embarrassing. We look like bitches.